Uh, warning, this episode is extremely explicit. It's filled with all the things that we're basically ashamed to put on the air in a normal episode. So if you are easily offended or just not down with uh, talks about penises and vaginas, please turn to something else now. We've killed the censors. Turtle calm, replace my rage with your calm. Take me back where I belong, back when my life had hope. Alex and Tim lend their boys to old Splinter and the boys. Tell us tales of turtle toys and Pat Fraley's quips and quotes. Cover me with toxicos, I've got nothing left to lose. Give me Bebop, keep the booze, cause he's my favorite swine. Turtle come, turtle come, two kilos of turtle come. If you teach me what I want, then April could be mine. That was dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turtle time! Welcome to Turtle Come! Alright. Greetings, Turtle Come listeners! Hi, folks, welcome to our talk time. <laughs> Welcome to another fine episode of our classic TMNT nostalgia. We are your hosts, the famous Tim Smith and Daleks, the abominable snow beast. And uh, if I did my job, I probably just spliced in every weird thing Daleks has said to introduce himself. Uh, and if I didn't, <laughs> well, then we're just going to inform you right now that this is our dirty 30, everybody. Getting it dirty now that we are at 30. Yeah, we're getting it dirty now that we are at 30. Uh, uh. Completely unshaven. <laughs> In all regions. What? Don't what? talk about that kind of stuff, Tim. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of a day. Uh, this is, I can't even believe it. This is our 30th episode. Couldn't either. I was thinking about that on the drive-in today, and I was like, I can't believe that we've woken up before the hour yeah. of 9 o'clock 30 times. Well, with the exception uh, of like, one. Like 22 times. Yeah, 22 times to do what we do here. So oh, I feel like we earned ourselves an award, or at least a backpack. <laughs> well, we did earn an award. We're fashioning it for ourselves right now. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Just... So it's, it's a lot like the Screen Actors Guild <laughs> Awards. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. That guy has, like, his dong out, doesn't he? Uh, no, no, I mean, in, in the way that we're making our own award to give to ourselves. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yes. <laughs> uh, but seriously, can we talk about the SAG Awards, like, statues for a second? I've never seen one because I don't watch award shows. Okay. Because well, I still I... feel so self-congratulatory. And our guests are here. I might I might call on them for help. Okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe what I remember. It looks like a bronze statue that's been sitting out and has turned green. Whoa. Uh, am, I, am I right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't back that up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who I, watches the SAG Awards? I guess when My I boss. see them, they're being held with two hands and, like, shaking. Shake. <laughs> uh, the motion that she made, folks, just now. Know, dirty 30 Dirty 30, and I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I've never gotten a good look. Alright, well, let's all do our homework and go check out the all SAG right, Award Google image. Yeah. Focus on I wish just... I could. There's no service in this cave that we're in. And if you're listening to us, odds are you went out of iTunes and searched Turtlecom after three months of no episodes or whatever it was. <laughs> or you found Tim's old laptop that was in a gutter because I threw it there mm. and you recovered the hard drive and listened to all of our old uncut radio episodes. Yeah. I'm I sorry, also Tim. tweeted about it last night. Ooh, so thank have, you. Have that publicized. 
You, but this episode won't come out for two weeks. <laughs> okay, great. Good. 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 Oh. <laughs> good. good, good. <laughs> well, let's just get to it. Uh, joining us in the studio today, uh, for the first time ever for us, yes, our good friend Dom Burgess. Yay! Woo! I feel like I should... I'm waving. <laughs> I know that. It was a, a polite wave. Yeah, I'm waving. <laughs> Dom, if you can't tell, is from the exotic island of China. <laughs> Yep. Um, I always want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the mother. I'm from England. Yes. Ah, we had the turtles in England. Yes, but yeah. you Ooh. guys had you, Teenage you, Mutant Hero, Hero turtles. turtles. Oh wait, stop! Really? I don't remember that distinction. Okay, what? well that's the that's the research that I've done. Huh? Is that European not true? countries got ninja, teenage mutant hero turtles because ninjas were deemed too violent. Yes, by I the censorship. Something about that, but I thought that was on the feature films, because I, I was... Uh, perhaps. I was playing along with the theme tune when we just watched the episode. I mean, like, yeah, this this seems legit. This okay. is... Did they, like, dub over the word ninja and go, hero to... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen cartoon, like, I've seen, because like, it is in the advertising and, and the European versions of it that they go, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, it's... Oh, maybe It's exactly right. the same song, except they swap in a few things. They're oh. like, oh, that would be a little too violent, or oh, this or that. In fact, that's why Michelangelo, in the later seasons, they get rid of his nunchucks. And, and replace it with that, like, a grappling rope, hook. A grappling hook. Oh. A rope with a hook on it. Oh. Which, obviously, less dangerous. Oh, they'll never be able to change light bulbs, though. Yeah. Well, in we'll England, they're not later. given uh, those resplendent names. They're just called Phil, Pete, Roy, and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we would all believe you, though. Okay. You yeah, could really wow. say yeah. anything. Could we say yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll believe you. The different. island of China, the guys just do things differently. <laughs> uh, Shredder is called Blender. Um, it's, it's a whole different ballgame. Oh, because it's more advanced, because it's an Asian country. Yeah. Blender. <laughs> also joining us in the studio, returning, returning. Uh, from her vacation with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, <laughs> Abby <laughs> Howard Cobb. Oh, woo! I'm not waving. <laughs> <laughs> Your shoulders are twerking. Yeah, she gave I'm us dancing. a sultry I'm shoulder dancing. dance. You can just imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Why Why are you flirting with the audience? I, the thing is, if you actually see me, you'll know that I have no class and, like, no game at all. Awesome. But I'll let you guys think that I'm just super cool and sexy, because that's fun for me. Because yes. it's just not true. <laughs> oh, woo! <laughs> Turtles. I'm going to try that in life, hmm. like in the next coming weeks if I could just like add like a little like woo to things that's right if it spices up and like gets people's attention I'm gonna go get some coffee oh woo <laughs> that's great see you guys later yeah. I'm in the bathroom woo that's right that's right that's right do it that's your whole he'll, yeah but he'll only do it when he goes to the bathroom so everybody thinks he's like getting coked up in there <laughs> hey. having little sessions with somebody else maybe well, yeah. dirty 30 I've been curious because uh, last time you were here, yeah, you were headed to Florida to teach some little kids about acting. Uh huh. What happened there? Well, I did it, and now they're all famous and have SAG awards that are look kind of green. 
<laughs> but um, it's good. No, they're it, they're great. It was so much fun. I love doing it. I do it uh, four times a year. So oh, I just I wow. did it again over Christmas tw- two times. Did you have a return of the Tuxedo Wizard, perhaps? I don't know what you're saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> you did, last time you were here, I actually re-listened this because oh, I love this you? anecdote. You mentioned something about a kid in a tuxedo yeah. who did the Gandalf speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, there's all kinds of... All <laughs> kinds of people. They're from all over the country, mm. and they bring their own monologues, and they don't have any acting training. So you could just imagine the kinds wow. of things that are oh, seen. He chose and then, and then we, and he chose the "You Shall Not Pass" speech. Yes. Um, it's yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's great. just like three lines. It's great. He made it a speech. Oh, oh, it's great. No, it was fun. There are all kinds of very special children. Who was your favorite from this last go-round? Um, there was one person who was playing Aladdin. Great. And mm. his pants fell off <laughs> accidentally. Did he have the big parachute pants? Uh, Cute dog he eyes. Did. He did have the parachute pants. That's why. But somehow he uh, like worked in like a men in black sunglasses making it rain with money dollar bills like thing during his dance. So he went sort of oh. MC Hammer? I don't really know what he went, but he went somewhere, something. He tried to make it his own, Okay. and that was very interesting. <laughs> it was great. Do you have to give notes after every performance? Uh, no, I'm, my, I'm the Paula. I just encourage everyone, and oh. I say, you can do it, and here's what your headshot should look like. <laughs> and then I don't really have to address the glaring problems with Whatever. combining Aladdin with Men in Black with making it rain. So is there a Wolf Simon? of Wall Street, Men in Black, oh. and Aladdin all together? All together, and and then the problem with not having a belt. Uh huh. You know that was a problem. Yeah, it was good. It was really good, guys. It was great. <laughs> Thanks for asking about my trip to Florida. Uh, well, it's the delight to hear about. Oh, it. thanks. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Just cut all that out. So today, uh, we're going to be doing, basically, I thought to myself when we had the idea for a Dirty 30 episode, why not just do a clip show? Uh, But that's boring because you've heard everything, listener. So why not just cut together all the stuff we were ashamed to put into episodes? (laughs) Like that pathetic excuse for a burp. Hey, it was what I could conjure up in the moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it just slipped out. And you're just like, oh. Geez. No, I, I prepped that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so. With the theme, fitting with the theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only dirty things we have um, for this episode, we're going to be having two big sections on um, this episode that will be, uh, one is uh, everything kind of sexual that happened, mm-hmm. and then two, everything that was really offensive that was said here in the booth. Some of it was funny, some of it was long-winded, but awkward, mm-hmm. and you get to hear it all, listener. <laughs> we're going to lose a lot of friends after this one. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe the guests who said them. Yeah, but a lot oh, of yeah, it, I guess that's probably the more. A lot of it was just you and me, just mm, swinging for the fences and just mighty Casey struck out. Yep, he just mimed it. <laughs> that's how I bet. Mm. Up here, 
But to make up for that, we're going to forego our normal comments and corrections for this episode and just get straight back into New York Shiniest. New York Shiniest. Once again, this was by Richard Merwin and aired originally in December 3rd, 1988. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into it. Uh, last time we left off, the Turtles had kidnapped Vernon Fenwick. Brought him to their lair in the sewer. Just to appease April's need to film... With the Rex One unit. Hot story. Hot story. By a hot reporter. After some general teen grab-ass, April reports the story, <laughs> that's how I describe this, uh, live in the middle of the day, and Shredder sees it at the same moment, and has he has accomplished hacking into the New York computer system. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm confused with Shredder this whole episode. It seems like he already knew about the robots. So, how does this coincidence he's just like ah yeah ah, he looks well, he did mention that screen. the the police department was understaffed he in did. the beginning of the yeah. episode which i was like who's like public records is he stealing to know that i mean and they don't have enough police to play the softball games mm. anymore i guess well if they're replaced by rubits uh, then they would yeah, I thought that was really interesting that she was concerned that it could be the end of police softball games. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Did you guys notice that she said that? Yeah, well, to me, it just it flagged as typical reporting. Ah, uh, yes. Very, like, you know, filler sort of uh, whatever that... A little button on the end that's, mm-hmm. like, cute that no one really knows why she said it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and also just not real news. Ah, uh, yeah. Which we are be- exposed to on a regular for the last 30 years. Kudos uh, to Shredder, though, for, for getting in on the hacking thing <laughs> like 25 years ago before true. I even knew what hacking was. So good for him. He might have been the original Sony hacker. Uh-oh. It's possible. It really does seem out of character for him because normally he would get, like, Baxter Stockman to mm-hmm. do the hacking uh-huh. for him. Of course, now Baxter's a fly, uh, so probably not the greatest. He's probably munching on dung. Yeah, out in the world. Or he would get uh, Krang to do it because Krang's like just a brain and he knows technology and can build robot bodies for himself. So it just seems kind of strange, though, that Shredder, who's so obsessed with his body, takes a break just to hack mainframes. Well, I, I we also I don't know if we had a chance to talk about how uh, while blindfolded, uh, Vern uh-huh. Fenwick got manhandled by Leonardo. <laughs> Uh, somebody was talking about grabbing around the hips or something. Oh yeah, just all <laughs> kinds of touching and dancing. <laughs> yeah, just Leo had his three fingers all over those mm. Vernon Fenwick hips, which apparently are suction cup fingers because yeah. they can freehand climb the outside of the Channel Six building. Oh, I, yeah. vo- I voiced my beef about that last yeah, week, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, our yeah. last episode. I've, the lack of logic is annoying. Mm. Uh, Vernon's control console. <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did it come from? Did they just pack that in when they grabbed him? Yeah, and apparently, I guess, lowered it outside the, the Channel 6 building, all this equipment. Yeah. Just dropped it down onto the street. Uh, the Turtles... Okay, so they do the, 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 the segment, and Shredder basically narrates his plans, but then mm-hmm. the Turtles return Vernon t- to Channel 6. One of those things that they could have probably just cut, edit... Yeah, we're, we're, we would assume that they returned Vernon to where from whence he came. But they do this as a plot device to show them get attacked by an army of Rex-1 clones, which is really just 
don't know why they call them. You can't clone a robot. It's just you just built another of the same yeah. model, or you three D printed a new robot. But they call refer to them as clones. Attack attacks the turtle van on their return trip from the Channel Six Tower to the sewers. Uh, on the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. You you know what this you do raise an interesting question though. So, clone the term clone uh, can be used in a non-genetic way though. I think can it? I think so. Mm-hmm. Like in in like data processing and stuff, you clone things, right? I guess. Does it just mean copy paste? <laughs> that can I'm, refer to anything? I think I don't think it has to be specifically genetic or like mm-hmm. organic. Well, does it? Are we saying that copy paste is the layman term, Mm, and then clone is the scientific version? Like, I wish I could clone this Coke and have another one. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We know where Abby's mind is. I mean, could you just say it about anything, or does it have to be alive? Is that the question? That's what I'm. That is the question that I'm posing because I I mean, to to an extent, everything is growing or changing, so it's alive in that regard. Mm. Aren't like minerals? Aren't even minerals like to an extent either growing or diminishing? Oh, that's a tough question for a Saturday morning. (laughs) I don't. I just like. I don't know. Because I guess you could clone a rock in that regard. I mean, could you? Uh, you should just get on that because I think you're on to something. Rock clones. You're on to something. I, yeah. Um, something I, I thought was really funny at this when they were trapped on the bridge. They're discussing. Um, I think the the evil robots said like that you guys are wanted criminals or something, or the 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 guys were talking about how they were wanted. And one of them, was it Michelangelo? I don't remember. He said, I always thought it'd be nice to be wanted. (laughs) And I just thought that was really funny, and so I wrote it down. Michelangelo (laughs) said that? Yeah. Michelangelo, when they were in the sewers and April was filming them, he also said, look at me, Ma, I'm dancing. And I got really sad because we don't know who his His mother is. Yeah, I wonder if this is, like, character development for sweet little Michelangelo, who clearly he's not wanted... Uh, Clearly, he misses his mother mom, problems. Right? Yeah. This is d- abandonment deep. issues. Yeah. yeah. I think we raised that at the end of one episode recently, where it's just like we, you know, Splinter's their father, but who's their mother? Yeah. But also, really, Splinter isn't their father. He's not their genetic father, to a certain extent, based upon you know, oh, he's human and he touched them, and that's how they became humanoid turtles with the ooze. But those turtles, those turtle babies, where's uh, where's Mama and Papa Turtle? That is a great point. I mean, point. one of them could be Bebop and Rocksteady's shoulder pads. Oh, and we would never know. Oh, that would be awesomely dark. Oh yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like Frank Miller style storytelling, <laughs> which I have been digesting a ton of Frank Miller recently. And I was like, what if he wrote for the Turtles? What if he wrote and illustrated the Turtles? Yeah. Frank Frank did Sin City and Three Hundred and um, some like a stint on Wolverine in the eighties. He's just dark. He's like dark sexual mm. and like just fascinating. Yeah. Well, he was the inspiration. One of the inspirations for the Turtles. Is that true? Oh. Frank Miller and Jack Kirby were the two uh, the two people that oh, that's right. Eastman and Laird were obsessed with at the time. It was Frank's run movie. on Daredevil, I think, that was partially mm. to... Maybe? No, I don't know. I thought it was Jack Kirby with the Daredevil thing. Maybe you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's super interesting. Wow. But uh, that, like, if you've ever read the original comics, they're very dark and very gritty art style. Yeah. Not in England, they weren't. 
they they were tamed down in England. It might have been the I, Archie. I can't back that up. Were you no, reading the Archie? No, comics? I'm doing a bit. I'm, oh, doing, I'm, doing, a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a throwback to the um to the. Sorry, you're talking to nerds. To the hero. Hero. To the China. Oh wow! I destroyed your um uh, your deep dark no, segment. No, no, I'm sorry. No, that's good. We're that's just not hyper intelligent. Like I said, I we'll believe anything you say. <laughs> just keep throwing out those lies. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> At least I will. Oh gosh, it's. I don't even know if this is the time for it, but I'm going to throw out the plug right now. But uh, speaking of lies, take a look at our first section of clips here. Take the, a listen. Take a listen. <laughs> Early in, you'll hear Brian just spouting off some very racially charged facts about the Middle slave passage. trade, I guess. <gasps> yeah. Uh, that <laughs> How is that a good idea? May or may not be true. Because <laughs> it seemed like you might have been making some of them up it, on the spot. It does lend you to want to question it. Hashtag lies. <laughs> Hashtag lies. It'll be coupled with a whole bunch of things that were wildly inappropriate that have been said in this sound booth. Hashtag Hitler. Hashtag <laughs> bad idea. Enjoy. <laughs> it's not for the weak of stomach. <laughs> The following clips all have a theme of politically incorrect conjecture that I just deemed a little too wildly offensive to include in the normal episodes. To start us off is an extended clip from the Comments and Corrections section of episode 10. Our guests were Brian Bliss and John Corrigan. Our subject at the time was Jinx the Pokemon, which quickly devolved into an uninformed discussion of worldwide racism. There was, a, there was one other episode... Worth noting that was banned because it used the uh, the controversial Pokemon Jinx, uh, who some some people believe Jinx was a racial stereotype of African Americans because of its big pink lips and pure black skin, or in other words, that it looked like a blackface actress. Oh, so. God. <laughs> is cringing. You can't see it, but he is. And just the like, name, the name Jinx. Yeah, it's just like oh, oh, oh. so. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Japan. <laughs> so for these just terrible, terrible ideas that just oh. are so lost in translation. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, who knows if that's supposed to be humorous? And like, look at how much gets lost in, like, especially the translation of humor. Oh man, dangerous. dangerous. I, lo- I love it when other races are being racist. <laughs> you know, like against something that like usually aren't being racist against. Like that. That shit always like cracks me up. <laughs> Uh, I had a Japanese roommate for a couple years, and he had a buddy who hated the Koreans. And they were so like usually Nobuhiro wouldn't talk shit on the Koreans, but like when his buddy, uh, uh, what was his name, Nabu, something. Oh man! Anyway, his buddy come over, and then his buddy just hated Koreans and just be like, they're dirty and they're smelly and they're lazy. Just like all the things that like you know. <laughs> I was living in Kansas. Basically, everything that the baseball players that I lived with would say about the basketball players, you know, he was saying about Koreans, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had another roommate or a friend who hated the Danish. What? Yeah. What did he, they ever do? Whoa. Well, first of all, the Danish monetized slavery. Oh, oh, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. wait, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Made the proliferation of, uh, proliferation of slavery um, possible. Uh, uh, like the selling of people. The selling of people. I gotcha. Basically, you know, they, they had the ships and everything, and, and uh, they went to Africa, and all these people were being stolen from other tribes, and all of a sudden these Africans are like, 
Yeah, we'll sell these to you. And also, uh, it was uh, the Danish also started pulling slaves from the New World, like when uh, uh, when we went over there and were like looking for gold in South America and stuff like that. So there was this triangle between the New World, uh, or I'm sorry, South America, North America, and then Africa, and there, there that was the slave triangle that they would talk about, where they would like bring bring goods from like bring the gold over to Africa trade that gold, you know, they drop some of it off, they trade some of the trinkets or whatever for for uh, black people, they bring those over to North America and then they'd take uh, they would take like goods and supplies from North America down to South America. South America. Oh well, yeah, the rum trade, but it's always not like they're taking molasses, I think, from the uh, <coughs> from the Northern Americas, like the New England area, down to like Haiti and, and, and Jamaica and those two countries and they'd make rum there and they'd export it back and this is big huh. cycle. Yeah. So so there's a lot of reasons to hate the Danish. <laughs> <laughs> well in the not for their pastries. Be, this guy'd be like those tulip growing clog wearing, frisbee throwing, windmill loving motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, wait a second. Hold on. Frisbee? That came from, like... That was an American construct. It had to have been. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, but I guess thank the you. But they really took to it. Thanks for yeah. the history lesson there. I, well, that's that's the beauty of this. You, you can come and get a little bit of nerd from all corners. Your history buffs. <laughs> well, you're probably going to have to retract all of that. <laughs> all of that was just, like... Innuendo and other people's mistakes. And <laughs> my poor understanding of history. <laughs> this, uh, your correction sheet is ten pages long. I'm just just throw up. I can't yeah. wait till we have the podcast. That's okay, guys. We're just going to correct You're, everything that we've ever said <laughs> right. for fifty minutes. Uh, we're not even touching an episode. Today. No, it's just nope, just corrections. <laughs> uh. Oh man. In episode 16, Jimmy Buckmaster and Jordan Savusa jumped from espresso machines being developed in the Civil War era to the topic's logical conclusion of the dismembered working at Starbucks. There was also a little extra on the subject of spelling that was just too silly to leave out. The Industrial Revolution. One day to make one One espresso espresso machine. machine. I guess that's good. I mean, depending on what his staff <laughs> was, you know, a factory yeah. staff of like eight, that yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, if you had 400, it was a, it was that a small sucks. Eight Civil War veterans with four legs between them in <laughs> the factory trying to express them. First of all, what are these Civil War guys doing in Italy? <laughs> these expats ended up in Italy? Through all the opium business. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War veterans. <laughs> okay, who has arms? Okay, you take care of the cups. Uh, Civil War Starbucks. Uh, that. Ooh, Sounds so fun. (laughs) I think uh, you guys are laughing about it, but at the same time, this is really just amputee Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) Really doesn't have anything to do with Civil War. Oh, God. That's so messed up. (laughs) Got a grande for General uh, Mickey? I don't know. I don't know Civil War names. Burnside. Burnside. You want to pick that up? I, I can't carry it out to you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. We'll just leave it on the counter. We'll leave it on the counter. Straws haven't been invented yet, so... You know, just look at it. And just... My dearest Martha, I looked out a cup of espresso today. Reminded me of your warm love in my leg. 
We are cutting all of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the best part. Uh, no, okay, maybe this will make it into our, our 30th, because we're going to do a, a, a special episode then. All right. Woo. The, all the racist, offensive, over-sexualized, or graphic stuff. It's going to be Turtlecom XXX. For our 30th anniversary yeah. episode. Yeah. Is this going to be like basically Civil War radio <laughs> porn? Uh, yeah, and also slavery radio porn, because we had some of that go down at one time. Oops. We just wow. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry we went what that way, buddy. What happened? Sorry we went that way. you have a guess? Way. I was like, yeah. I know that Raphael was being weird in this episode, but you know what I missed? <laughs> slavery. <laughs> Indentured servitude. I That's mean, what I really no. It was no. an intellectual approach no. to it, but it was like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was so. We talk about the rum trade and, yeah. <laughs> and molasses and, and yeah, just the whole cycle there. <laughs> and another thing about slaves. <laughs> like, uh, no, uh, we were talking about the giant mutant plant. Yeah, <laughs> a shredder made. <laughs> Slave trader. Yeah, okay, I get Slave it. Slave trader. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what's, uh, what's your last name? Savusa. S-A-V-U-S-A. USA! Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Save USA. I thought there was going to be like, you know, <laughs> ten vowels and a bunch uh, of S's. Savusa. I had to say, if there's eight A's. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's eight A's. The third one has a smiley face on it. <laughs> and then make an E, but then reverse it. <laughs> Did, Jordan, you know the you band Corn From, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So okay, think of corn. Okay, like that. <laughs> That's how you spell my name. And it's pronounced Savusa. Yes, <laughs> it reads like but corn. It's not red Savusa, so you might get confused. You should just cure. <laughs> get a lot. They'll book you so fast. Episode seventeen jumps to the classically offensive Adolf Hitler and a strangely positive factoid that Mark Gaffin shared with us and my Estogen. Though, I don't think it really moved the needle for any of us on the subject overall. I don't, everyone thinks I'm Brazilian or something. I'm at the Prague last year. You did? I've, oh, it's one of my I, favorite towns. I mean, show you, well, have to become Facebook friends and I'll show you yes. my photos. Um, on um, the first day there, beautiful day, walking down the the uh, the river, and there's DJs playing, people drinking beer, dogs jumping so in the rivers. Let's get to sit back, we will have to drink beer, Wish this could be and good. have some sausages in the, in the sun and just talk to people. There's, there's so it's much awesome. here. Say so having sausages in the sun? Yeah. Having sausages and the thing is, in the sun. Prague was Hitler's favorite city, and that's uh, interesting what? because during World War II... in common. Yeah. No, no, it's interesting. <laughs> We can be friends now, Hitler. Because <laughs> during, yes. during World War II, most European cities were bombed and destroyed, and they had to be rebuilt after World War II. But because Hitler wanted to retire to Prague, and he loved Prague so much, he told his army, you cannot bomb Prague, you cannot destroy uh, any buildings in Prague. So it's mm. one of the few cities in Europe that are still have the natural buildings from before World War II. Very so it's, that's, that's one reason why it's so beautiful. He basically preserved the city the way it is, and... Yeah, if it wasn't for Hitler, it wouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. The one, one thing for the one, the one <laughs> yeah, Czechoslovakia. Every time. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing to say. I am coming from a Jew who says that. But <laughs> you know, it's like, we love Hitler. Yeah, he preserved like, Prague. Well, if it wasn't for Hitler, Prague wouldn't exist. <laughs> Why wouldn't it exist? Well, because Hitler would have destroyed it. <laughs> what? <laughs>
<laughs> Thank God for Hitler stopping Hitler. <laughs> Yep. And I think you have my accent perfectly. Yeah. Yep, that's what you sound like. <laughs> In episode 23, Saskia Delpkulak puts forth to the group that Raphael might be gay, which was an interesting thought, but ultimately we just started talking about our lunch plans. Yeah. <laughs> People in the face. I appreciate you, face. See, my theory. Oh, you did come already. Did I wear it? No. He's gay. Uh, that's why he's so cranky. <gasps> she thinks Raph is into dudes, into boy turtles. Into boy turtles. Yeah. Well, look at—he's sort of being snuggled up against Michelangelo. Do you right think there. there's a thing going on between Raph and Donnie? No, I'm. No, they're brothers. Or what? No, no. <laughs> yeah, they're brothers, dude. That's weird. <laughs> or maybe Raph and Leo, and that's yeah. why. Uh, it's just I think Raph, Raph is always so frustrated. I, mean, I frustrated. think Raph has a thing for Leo, and that's where the. The tension comes. Ah, but they're brothers. Leo's straight, (laughs) and he's my brother. God, why'd you make me this way? Why did you do this? Why did you make me a mutant turtle with emotions? (laughs) (laughs) With emotions. (laughs) Homosexual incestuous feelings. I I sent you that. uh, I wish. Or what was it? Instead of emotions, why couldn't I just be filled with tacos? Yes! So good! <laughs> a little meme oh, that I particularly oh. enjoyed. Actually, if you feel emotional, fill yourself with tacos, then you're better. Yeah. Sometime in the recording booth during episode 27, we got on the subject of lineage and tracking your family tree. Holly McKee is to thank for the subject, but Daleks Mark and I got inspired to take it in a rather ridiculous direction. Do you... Has your family ever, like... Done lineage and stuff. That's what she's doing. She started like a website. I can't remember what website it is. Ancestry, perhaps. Maybe it's it's cool because you can link it into like other information that other people have added, so that you like if somebody else shares a history or an ancestor way back. Is it like a Wikipedia? It's kind of like it's a well, yeah, it's a Wikipedia. But I mean, like you, there's a way to like do it in a hopefully. Responsible way where you're not just possibly adding random bullshit. I think this person is <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, turns out I'm actually Abraham Lincoln's grandson, not great, great, great grandson, just his direct <laughs> grandson. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just seems like one of those things where everybody has a conspiracy theory that the government's, you know, like, oh yeah, governments are tied into Facebook, so it's just like that that way they just keep tabs on you. Maybe this website was a conspiracy um, formed by the KKK, so they can keep tabs on whose people. <laughs> who's, got, who's, got, who's got what race in their background? Sure, sure, because sometimes Ooh. you can always tell. He looks like somebody. a white boy, but is he a white boy? There could be more people out there to hate that are just disguised as yes. Caucasians. Yeah, there's just so many more opportunities out there. <laughs> Insane. The KKK gets super nerdy. It's like, whoa, 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 eight generations back. You had an Italian in your lineage. That's not white. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it is. It's from Europe. Not, not, not white enough. Not white enough. <laughs> Sometimes they have swarthy complexions. <laughs> swarthy. That's a good word. So we're going to email you a picture of Burning Cross. Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind you. It's not a hate crime if it's a, if it's a picture. It's free expression. <laughs> You gave us your email, so you signed up for this. You clicked the box, and you accepted our terms of services. Okay. Of Ancestry.com. <laughs> Returning one last time to episode 28, Colleen Evanson calls out Daleks for his comments about Down Syndrome. 
And both Becky Sanders and I take it to the nth degree with unicorns. Again, we're sorry, but you were warned. I was making a Down Syndrome joke, I'm sorry. Super well. <laughs> We're all extremely offended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, I know someone with Down syndrome. Yeah. Isn't I, that always fun? When yeah. Like, ah, oh, fuck. There we go. You, hey, one time I was walking down the street and I saw someone with Down syndrome. Dallas. He's so insensitive. <laughs> nobody, nobody ever finishes that sentence with, and that guy sucks. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No one ever. It's, a, hey, I know a person like that. <laughs> you like end? Crickets. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, I know a transgender democratic right. person. Pegasus. Pegasus. <laughs> what? Yeah, transgendered Pegasus. I really hope I, that like the Down Syndrome Society somehow stumbles upon this oh, podcast. No, please and no, they have like a letter no. writing campaign to like shut it down. <laughs> like, well, what about the Pegasus? I'd like to society? issue a, a public like, apology yeah. to any member of society who listens to our podcast. Who uh, the Pegasus Rights Campaign? Yeah, the Pegasus Rights Campaign. Uh, They're funded because Alliance. generally, generally Pegasus that skew very right, and you've just yeah. called them democratic, so they're very they're super now. pissed oh, now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made a sweeping judgment call. It's actually it's actually alicorns that are you know Democrats. Hold on, Pegasus. Alicorn. Alic- alicorns have the unicorn horn, but they also have the Pegasus wing. I see. Wow. I see. For all you bronies out there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. You know what I'm talking about. Well, he did call me Tara Strong earlier, so no big deal. That's right. <laughs> oh, she's the I don't know what any of those words mean. Voice over crap. It's fine. If that wasn't weirdly awful enough, we end this segment of clips with a section that was edited from episode 20 with Katie Seawolf Maloney and Turtlecom regular TaliaAlice.com. This is without a doubt the worst thing ever joked about in the EK Studios recording booth. Are we really doing this? All right. In the words of my personal favorite doctor, Allons-y! But you mentioned the pizza, the, nobody caring about him putting the meatball on the pizza. But also, these pizzas that are supposed to be prizes are left open in a crowd of people on the streets of New York. No sneeze guard. Nothing, just for everybody to see. This is what you'll win. Put your finger in it if you want. Make sure that it's the kind of pizza you want. Here's some razor blades. Uh, let me drop some AIDS on there real quick. <laughs> I mean, it's open to anything. Anybody can drop whatever there, they there want. There were just handfuls of that around in the <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god! It's true. It's actually true. I don't know how I'm gonna end. <laughs> this, this should have been our thirtieth episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna is this the twentieth? This is the twentieth episode. The twentieth. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Well, we clearly see how much these people, the people who run the restaurant, care about cleanliness. They're so leaving the boxes out in the open <laughs> for everybody, and like they have that whole thing where he's like. Mario, go take the, <laughs> the pizzas. And it's like, but we haven't made any deluxe pizzas. Well, instead of making fresh ones, let's use the ones that we already made that are cold, that are getting cold, and have been out with a bunch of people, and send those off to be delivered instead to children, to, to private homes where That's there are right. children. The millionaire brat. And like kids. he does it, and I'm like, but these these pizzas that you have made are are not even warm anymore. Like mm. they are cooling rapidly, and you're sending cold pizza to paying clients. And giving fresh pizzas away instead? Right. Like, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to help your customer base rather than 
I don't know, maybe they are helping their customer base by giving away free pizzas? free pizzas. That's free pretty hot, nice pizzas while giving cold diseased pizzas to right. the people who actually pay AIDS the money. AIDS riddled for them. pizzas. Razor blades. Razor blades. Fresh ones are for promotion. Like uh, pepperoni. <laughs> I just don't understand why, like, peppers, they wouldn't just read me. Well, I mean, it's obviously... It's a, can it's you put episode. AIDS on half of it? Uh, we have a batch of HIV positive. Yeah, we'll get some on okay. here. <laughs> you, you, you guys don't want AIDS, right? <laughs> Double AIDS for me! Yeah. <laughs> HIV positive, though, you have to wait a little bit for that to develop. Into yeah, that's it's true. It's like a kick AIDS for cooking it. right now. <laughs> it's still HIV positive. <laughs> I just had the worst division in my head. <laughs> Just this non sequitur scene where you see like like a bunch of like five year olds sitting around eating reenacting rent. No, no, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) I was just imagining five year olds sitting around in a circle eating these slices of pizza quietly, and then one of them turns to the other and goes, I can feel it working. I don't know if there's anything to salvage at this point. I'm so sorry. This image, do I turn to the thought bubble just looking at you, just going, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We're going to have five minutes of this episode. And it's 11.30. Welcome to the comments and corrections version of TurtleCom. (laughs) It's only comments and corrections. I I don't even know what to do with this. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lord. Uh, we're almost here to the commercial break. And we'll probably have to end there today. But uh, April wins the contest for the turtles, and they reward her with a pizza laced with alien eggs. Uh, which, at first. <laughs> I can't get over what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> pizza laced with alien eggs. Yep. Alien. You really did the soft one into that one. Uh, oh, soft slide into alien eggs. <laughs> All right, and so there you have it. Uh, if you're still Ooh. listening, wow. Oh God, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to continue. Uh, that mm. was tough. Yeah. I can't believe those things were said by us or, uh, or near us. I really feel bad for the the whole uh, you know Hitler Prague thing, but uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was pretty damn funny. Well, you know what? I think when yeah, uh, I'm gonna play the Mecha Hitler card that's my get out of free card in cards against humanity so we, we, oh i'm just distracting you with another hitler reference basically <laughs> i'm all. glad that no one can ever take anything i ever say out of context because i just won't ever say anything that i think might offend people right i just you just have to talk about light fluffy things and laugh all the time and then you don't have to worry about I have no idea what you mean. That's the true celebrity right there. <laughs> well, I'll I'll be honest and I'll say that I didn't hear any of of the the past stuff, <laughs> the the Hitler stuff, and uh, all these other hashtags. So I'll I'll give you options now to edit into the show oh, if you want. What all a right. bold choice! Here's option one. <laughs> oh man, guys, that was really dark. 
Here's option two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's option three. Um, guys, this is not appropriate. I'm going to leave. There you go. Now you can edit, edit yeah, my opinions good. into uh, into the show. Yeah, that's good. All that's right. real good. <laughs> yeah, I dig that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I think I think option three might have been my favorite. Mm. Yeah, but I don't want you to leave though. No, no now no, you'll no, have no. to edit me out for the rest of the show. Oh, like, yeah, just, bummer! Yeah, yeah, we can't have that. He left. We he went back to England, China. <laughs> he went back to China. <laughs> you know, England, China. <laughs> England, that, China. I, that England, island. China. island. <laughs> uh, where were we? We were, uh, we were on the bridge, the bridge, and someone said, "I always thought it'd be nice to be wanted," <laughs> and then we decided that the spinoff will be like Michelangelo's backstory. Mm. And then someone said. We'd rather drop our bodies. <laughs> yes. After they blew a hole in the bridge. Yeah. yeah. A hole in the bridge. We'd rather drop our bodies on the dance floor. Oh, oh, now, oh, here's oh, a oh, continuity oh. thing. Uh, at the beginning, I believe it was Raph who was driving the van and Donnie sitting next to him. And you couldn't see that Mikey and Leo were in the, in the backseat. Mm-hmm. But at this point, when they blast the ground, Leo's driving. Mm. And he pokes his head out the window and yells at them that line we'd rather drop our bodies and then drives off into the uh into the hudson river Mm -hmm. we never see the um the aftermath of that and how many other families drove into that hole on the bridge how did leo get in the seat (laughs) i would just venture to say that it's chaos when you're surrounded by robots and you're in a big van and you're wanting to see who's where you're looking for your weapons you don't know if you're gonna die Mm. people change seats and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Musical bench seats. Yeah. Yeah. Musical bench sheets. <laughs> bench sheets. That's perfect. Right. I, I, I long for the return of the bench seat in the automobile. I long mm. for that. It was such a great... Ah, yeah. <laughs> when no one cared about seatbelts and Nobody. you could sleep on road trips. Yeah. I mean, kids now have to stay in, like... Like carrier, like till they're ten, till they're ten, or a, a certain body weight or height. Oh, boosters, guys. My mom was hit by a drunk driver. I wasn't even wearing a seatbelt. I was asleep in the back seat, and you turned out just fine. Look at me, guys. Look yeah. at me now. <laughs> the listeners can't see him, but it's, it's a wreck. It's a wreck. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Look, I can hold my arm. Wear your seatbelts and stay in your boosters as long as possible. (laughs) We don't want this part to go in the offensive section. It's actually worse if you're not wearing your seatbelt in the back because you'll kill the person in front of you. What? Right? That was an ad ad campaign in England was that like there was an ad campaign where people in the back seat were like, we don't need to wear our seatbelts because we're in the back seat. But then, like, in a car crash, because you're not wearing the seatbelt, you fly forward mm. and hit the seat in front, causing that to collapse and killing the person in front of you. Oh. Well, that's England. <laughs> oh, England. Wow. With the lessons we learn. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Do the turtles wear seatbelts while they're in the van? Oh, I would dare say never. Ooh. I think I've seen, I've definitely seen Donatello. They they had like even one episode where it was all practically a PSA for seatbelts. Oh, okay. Donatello okay. Donnie was just like, hey, hey, kids, look at me. I'm putting on my seatbelt like a ninja turtle always does. I will say that there is. I was having this discussion with my coworker Marlo this mm. week over the fact that I was like, she is a three-year-old. And I was like, yeah, what does it do with these booster seats? And she's like, well, it raises them up as they age, you know, out of a car seat. And what it does is it keeps their center of 
whatever body gravity in the right position for the Mm -hmm. Mm seatbelt so it's not strangling them. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm cool with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's actually a good idea. Functionality wins. Booster seats. But then, you know, if you're all belted up, you're not going to be able to jump through the hole in the bridge to drop your body and save save your life. So in in our situation here with the turtles, they were able to escape down into the water, which we're happy Mm. about. And I assume they've just got another van waiting for them in the sewers. I think think Donnie can convert it into like a submarine or something. Ah, yeah. Didn't the door get ripped off though? Didn't Rex rip the door off? We've got no, cloned. They didn't even touch them. We got cloned vans. Co- copy paste. <laughs> oh, great. Copy paste van. <laughs> Cloning yeah. the vans. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the turtles do escape, but then then the Rex clones go on a big crime wave immediately, just raising hell all over New York City. Yeah, they <laughs> they turn over a Plunk's gold coin delivery truck, which is yeah. a, a cousin to the Brinks regular money truck. <laughs> you know that we know. The gold coin delivery just seemed to phase out in the 80s at some point. Plunks. <laughs> <laughs> they come, and then the turtles... Oh, the turtles swim to shore. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. They, they abandon the van. They had all kind of electronic devices in their pockets and stuff that yeah. just did just seemed to be working just fine yep. after they crawl out of the river, which is great. Yeah, I'm like the noises that it's making. I'm like, that's that's a broken, wet iPhone, Donnie. He's like, I can't get, I can't raise April. Mwah, mwah, mwah. I was like, well, you should take it into the AT and T store and get a new. Oh, turtle for cone. sure. It's like everybody knows that because everybody's dropped their Game Boy in the toilet, right? Everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a also, Game Gear child. D- yeah, I had a Game Boy. Game Gear. I was mm-hmm. all about the Game Gear. It was Sega was bigger over there in the UK, right? Yeah. Are you saying What's the words game gear? Yeah, yeah game gear. The handheld yeah. Sega system, the game gear. Oh, good, okay. I mean, it sucked yeah. batteries up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a Six champ. batteries. Yeah. <laughs> That's <crazy. laughs> Like in gobble, three gobble, hours, gobble. you couldn't even finish a single game of Sonic the Hedgehog without yeah. the, the battery light starting to flash. Aww. It sucked batteries like an Atlantic City whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dirty 30 I had dirty to 30. I had dirty to 30. I think that's the only time an Atlantic City whore <laughs> and a Game Gear <laughs> probably ever come in contact with <laughs> uh, speaking of whores uh, the turtles go seek advice from Splinter and Splinter decides to give them this quote there's a time for feeling and a time for action. Mm-hmm. And, and during the episode, I turned to you, Dark, and I said, and that time is when the kimono comes off. Because <laughs> he's standing right next to April, yeah. and I have a feeling that this is... He's hes always got a light in his eye for Rex her. was there, too, right? It was three of them, right? Like, was Rex standing behind her, or was it just April and Splinter? I don't remember. What a great question. <laughs> Our focus was clearly pulled to the couple... In, in, in discussion. The robot eight and April? Yeah, well... Because Rex know. is like, it just clearly would have gone over his, his oh, head yeah. metal skull. No, Rex is damaged oh. at this point, right? I think they, he's about to be damaged. They do surgery on him, don't You're right. right. No, no, because oh, no, Rex after. was not with them. The turtles were alone by themselves, returning Burn. Yes, I'm yes. sorry. So, at this point... He's going to make his move. Yeah. There's a time for feeling and there's a time, time for, for action, action. And the time for action is now. But the time <laughs> yeah. for action leads to Rex getting Blame mortally for, injured. Yes. So mortally that advice was... Terrible. Not great. Just terrible. awful yeah, advice. Yeah, terrible. They should have gone feeling. They should have gone for feeling. <laughs> well, here's the deal. It, it was a nice thought, uh, Master Splinter, to try and save your sons by sacrificing this robot, by 
causing him to go to action. I'm hooked on a feeling. <laughs> but it only took Leo like three seconds to just huck his sword at some electrical lines and kill three robots. <laughs> I'm pretty lines. sure the turtles were fine. Yeah. Bonus points for using the word huck. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. true. That was a bold choice. Dirty yes. 30. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, Rex 1 was in- deeply injured by a falling gargoyle. Right. Which, <laughs> um, yeah. which is too, it's really too bad, but luckily we've got some uh, some saving to do. Mm. Yeah, we open up that Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized metal peck. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, but well, sorry, I was just thinking about this. <laughs> the turtle van gets back. The turtle somehow the turtle van. We discussed. Remember, copy right. paste. Copy, copy paste. Yeah. Oh yeah, close. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they have it again. Yeah. After mm-hmm. at this point, so they can get Rex One into the van and take him home to fix him up. But he mm-hmm. ripped off the door before then, right? They're just yeah. This is the new one. This is the. This all right. Is, this is new. Like, is there a possibility where the turtle van functions in a sense like a Batmobile, where there is remote communication available, so that it returns to the turtles when Ooh. on you know on command? Is possibly. is there a possibility for that? I would say sure. <laughs> Possibilities <laughs> are in. Why not? <laughs> why not? Spring out its you know. Turtle fins. Spring out, it's what? Turtle fins. Oh, turtle fins. Yeah. Floats to the yeah, surface. Sure, turtle <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The turtle yeah. fins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know, like yeah, you do. That's good, that's good. Donnie fixes up the Rex one with some VHS tapes and a toaster's ability to control other cloned robots. Because uh, all he, toasters have that. He wears a mask while he does it, too, which I think is very. Is it the welding yeah. mask? I can't no, remember. it's it's like a surgery surgical like, mask. Have you ever yes. seen like, like uh, the factories where they make iPhones and iPads? They all have those masks. Or like any doctor show ever. That too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be a factory where they're making iPhones. Well, it's pretty complicated inside an iPhone. <laughs> a body. Well, I just I... love that he would be wearing a surgical mask to keep yeah. things clean ah, yeah. when you're operating in a sewer. <laughs> Uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that he's using VHS tapes, and I'm just yeah. wondering, can you remember the last VHS tape you guys watched? Do you remember? I think it was uh, We Wish You a Turtle's Christmas. Oh, boy. Did we watch it on VHS? Well, we watched a digital recording of my VHS. Okay. I watched a, an actual VHS. Somebody gave me a gift uh, as a joke, but I was like, I'm still going to watch it. Sure. Of one of the Pokemon episodes from the mid-90s. Oh, nice! And I was like, thank you. I'm going to put this in and watch this right now. Do you remember yours? Is it appropriate? If it's not, that's yeah. okay, because this is dirty. No. Dirty. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I harbor no guilt. Star Trek Voyager. Yeah! I Wow. I started collecting Star Trek Voyager on VHS, and then DVDs were just coming in, like, as... VHSs were becoming obsolete, uh-huh. and then I really had to search really hard to finish my collection because I'm a completionist. Yes, mm-hmm. so it would have driven me insane Good. not to have it. Yeah, and so I got the last one and then sold the whole collection. Oh, <laughs> wow! And I was like, ah, fuck. No. now it's on Netflix. I so mean, that's full yeah, completion. Fine. Yeah, you bought them, you sold them. My that's soul good. was full, my wallet that's was good. empty. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. That's real good. Mm. 
Well, mm-hmm. mine was uh, Selena starring Jennifer Lopez. Oh. That's how I stand out in this group. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Are you looking forward to the release of this new Jennifer Lopez feature film? Uh, the Boy Next Door. The Boy Next Door. Oh, that trash. Yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me now. <laughs> I can't wait. Do you think that the boy also has a hot sauce caddy strapped to his belt like Selena's boyfriend does? Um, That's the only detail I remember. That oh no! It's I. I hope. I sure hope so. What a great question. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just. Oh, that movie, so good. I really am curious to check it out, though. The boy next door. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I've I've have friends. I've seen a Facebook status update. It's been like you have to. Oh, it's see gonna be it. so bad. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of bad. She's so oh, I can't wait. Do you see enough starring Jennifer Lopez? Negative. It's just that again. It's gonna be so good. Um, when they're doing that surgery in the sewer, um, and uh, then fix him. And uh, he's Rex is slapped in the head, right? And he like, like kind Has of like stumbles a little oh. bit, and then he's repaired. I just thought that was that was brilliant. I'm trying. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to get back on track. That's <laughs> good. That was uh, a good segue. Yeah, yeah. that was a pretty good okay, segue. Good, Ar- yeah. The the weird thing about Rex one is he reminds me of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger version of Chappie. Chappie. And I don't know if I feel good about that or bad, but he does. He gets back out on the streets after he's been repaired by Senior Donatello and. They have this master plan to set off uh, intricate explosions, aka fireworks that burst in turtle figure shapes. I can't. Oh, believe oh, oh, right, right, right. Like, oh I can't believe I lost you. It, actually, yeah, we no, watched fireworks. this. Yeah. 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 I would kill to see fireworks in the shape of turtles, or in the shape of your mm. own body. Like if you could do sure, turtles, or the shape of anything, yeah. really. <laughs> Donnie was like, ah, I think it looks like me. Well, they figured out. I mean, you guys have have you guys seen the like Disney fireworks? They can do the Mickey head. Right, right. They did the Mickey head. I've seen hearts. Uh Oh, stars always try real hard to be stars, but they're never quite stars. I feel like I've seen a Pepsi kind of circle and sort of. I feel like was that an accident or was that planned? (laughs) I don't know, but I just wanted to let you know that it's probably happening somewhere. The face you're making right now is. Perfect. Yeah. It's, ha- it's half apology, half disgust. Yeah. Because uh, he knows how I feel about Coca-Cola. Ooh. <laughs> maybe. But maybe. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. It's good. We learned a lot about Donatello this episode as well, though. Yeah. We learned that he mm. he's vain in the sense that he wanted that to look like him. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has his aerobics tapes mm. inside Rex 1. Uh, when he's doing all the uh, the aerobics, like, oh, that must be my aerobics tape. And he also got really sad when um, his bow got broken. That was his favorite bow for twirling. Uh, for tw- but that's what he said. He was yeah. like, that's my twirling bow. <laughs> like, oh. Do they have twirling bows where you come from? In China? Mm-hmm. Um, I assume they do. I've never used one myself. Ah. <laughs> Donatello was always my favorite, though. Yeah. And I would always want to use the stuff. I just want to point this out that there will be listeners who will actually think that you're from China. <laughs> I'm, I'm not from China. I'm but from England. Funny. Does I'm the from... Queen of China also use a weapon? Um, <laughs> she does. Ah. Wit yeah. and oh. sarcasm. Okay. Ah, the most she seems deadly, like a saucy the most lady. deadly of weapons. <laughs> seems like she would be a good match for Splinter. 
We have a couple of loose quotes. You mentioned the aerobics mm-hmm. tape, and mm-hmm. he, they yeah. also cut in just like a hint at the the Wizard of Oz, but yeah. it's like broken mm-hmm. a broken quote because, of course, they would get sued. Their their pants would get sued off if they actually lifted mm-hmm. any dialogue out of that. And the Three Stooges. Yeah, actually, I don't know. It might have been in like closer to public domain or something after the that. Stooges might have been, but at the same those time, those were both really old. What was the quote? Uh, they were like Toto. I don't. Well, no. it doesn't look like Kansas. To me, yeah, it's something just <laughs> like vague, but like also, I couldn't believe they used the word Toto, but I was like, well, it's, I guess you can get away with that, uh, yeah. But it just was very like Toto. This doesn't look like things I normally see. It's like how is that? You're just using the word Dodo. Uh, yeah. So funny. I was about it. for some reason I went like Russian with it, <laughs> like Toto. It doesn't look like People's Republic of Kansas more now. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I actually would like to hear a Russian dub of the Wizard of Oz. It might be really fun. Uh, Why did they go to a fairground? Why did they choose the most public of places? Because the fairground music was playing when they were still there. So I was they were trying to lure the bots, the yeah. evil bots. Coney Island, right. far away mm-hmm. from the... Oh. oh, this is a real play. Coney Island is yeah. like a fairground island? Be, I don't park. know if it's still there anymore, is it? I would assume it still Coney is. Coney Island? Yeah. Sure. It was definitely And it's a whole... Island, just it's like it's like on the east coast, and it's like a it's yeah, it's like an amusement park. Yeah, but it's like a little little island. I guess at least from I don't know. I've never been to New York. I'm talking my ass. (laughs) Um, I I thought like a bunch of it got busted up during uh, the last not uh, Katrina. I almost said yeah, Sandy. Yeah, yeah, back in Uh, 2012. We will rebuild. I'm sure they're just fine over there. The money maker. Why wouldn't? Yeah, it? it's great. So they 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 were they wanted to lure the bots because Rex One was gonna have the goal of taking control of all of them, but it didn't quite work out. Um, yeah, until the aerobics video started playing. Yeah, because yeah, he Rex One's malfunctioning. The aerobics workout tape uh, ends up working in the end, but while he's while he's getting to that, the turtles get on a merry-go-round and basically make themselves like target practice for the Rex Ones. And I don't know why I put a note here. Like all the horses are white. I don't know what. All the horses on the. Uh, the why they gotta be white? Right? Metaphor. Yeah, exactly. Or were there actually horses that I missed? The horses on the merry-go-round. Oh, on the merry-go-round. Yes. Yeah. Usually, when you go on a merry-go-round, there is an assortment of different creatures or yes, horses of ostrich. different colors. Uh, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be ostentatious, but it is very much whitewashed. Mm. Mm. Lazy animators mm. or racist neo Nazi? Mecha Hitler. Mm. What a great point. I'm mm. glad you brought that up. Well, yeah, so we had our shooting gallery, and I think that the fireworks helped justify, or vice versa, sorry, uh, the fairgrounds helped justify the fireworks. Mm. If you're setting off fireworks just yeah. anywhere, people are going to be like, whoa, yeah, yeah, fire hazard. But if yeah. you're like out on a you know, fairground, they're just like, seems extreme to set up a bunch of fireworks in the shape of a turtle I mean they could have just ripped off the bat signal yeah. and like done like a turtle, turtle signal and be like, they could have yeah. but if you can have turtle fireworks I say do you it go with that? Yeah. They, they did or they could have fucking like lit up the turtle blimp and just like parked it in the sky oh, right yeah. there and been like this is where we're fucking at guys <laughs> someone should get Batman 
a fireworks display so he can set fireworks off whenever he. Yeah. He should also have streamers off and of his blimp. boots, <coughs> like <laughs> gold streamers. Yeah, man. <laughs> I wrote down death by aerobics. Yes. <laughs> because as soon as the evil robots started doing their um, grapevine, hmm. they exploded. <laughs> which I just thought yeah. was just awesome. Which death is how by I feel every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when I go to boot camp. I feel like I. I feel like I want a T-shirt made with a uh, picture of the robot that says "Death by Aerobics." <laughs> Why do you think they died from aerobics? Do you think it's because no, they were evil? No, or? Dom, it's hard. Like, aerobics <laughs> is really hard. And if you just start going like a full one hundred percent from zero, yeah. you're gonna die. <laughs> So I'm going to have t-shirts made, and if anybody wants one, you can just buy them from me. Death by aerobics. With a picture of the Rex one or the evil Rex one. Uh, you Death know, I think it, it, it could be, like, good Rex one, like, I'm going to kill you with aerobics, or it could be, like, the villain version, like, Death by I don't know. Mm. I, I'm going to work on that, and yeah. I'll get back to you. Okay. We're getting close to the end, and we're close yeah. on time. Yes, uh, we are. Uh, the last thing I want to say, because this is probably the dirtiest thing that happens here, <laughs> is uh, April's at home watching the news when Irma comes and knocks on the door after the events mm. of this. Uh, and yes. <laughs> says, hey, April, I'm about to go on a date. You want to come with? I thought that was so funny. Maybe that's why she's been single all these years. Yeah, because she's just inviting people she, on her dates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm th- well, to me, I'm just like, Three-way? She, she invites all of her <laughs> friends to come on every date. Irma no. might be a little kinky. I, well, she seems to have a weird, like, uh, last episode, she has a weird episode uh, obsession with April. Like, because mm. April disappears while Shredder in that episode was trying to open a portal to Dimension X. And so Irma was just at, with her at the library at the beginning of the episode, and then the turtles drop April off at the end of the episode by her apartment, well, somewhere, and Irma just walks up and is like, Hey! Just, she was just like, she just knew how to stalk and hunt down <laughs> April wherever she was. Yeah. Tracking devices. Yeah. So I yeah. think she's got a little bit of a crush on April. And yeah. she was like, I had this other date, but I want you. Yeah. Huh. Did she, did Irma and Baxter ever get together? Because they seem like a power couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, Baxter turned into a fly. Yeah. So I think that kind of, that pushed her out of the realm of, of attraction towards yeah. him. I d- they haven't been in contact, so I can't. I can't actually I substantiate like that. Mix. Yeah. Um, I will say this though. I was wondering because April didn't really flinch. She was just like, no. But what did she think before she saw who she was going on the date with? Mm. Who did she think Irma was like going? Like who did she think was just going to be around the corner? Mm. Maybe it was like an '80s headband guy from the beginning of mm. the episode, like hanging out oh, the car door, yeah. like, "Hey, pretty girl." <laughs> the guy who robbed them. <laughs> Oh, was that the same guy? He was the yeah. getaway guy. Oh, the getaway I was guy. just like, ugh, cat calls, gross. I wasn't even paying attention to the plot point. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life, guys. Hey, cat calls. Let me show you something beautiful inside of my house where there's uh, a lock and key. Oh, man, that's uh, scary. It's just, that's just scary. That's some real shit. Uh, speaking of wildly sexually inappropriate things, mm. uh, it's time for the second part of clips from our previous episodes. Uh, so please... Stay tuned for probably another 10 minutes of just sick stuff. This first clip is from episode 22. Our guests were Brian Bliss and Michael Seeloff. This segment included an impromptu theme song we thought appropriate for our Dirty 30 episode. 
Try it again. Oh, what am I? Uh, what are you? What are the ballparks of the, the voiceometer? Can I? Should I be in a little closer? What, think, what's the proximity think of your? <clears throat> think you're good. All right, jazzercise. Uh, Take two, eight, one, nine, seven. I can move that. Put all this jazz back here. There we go. This way. Otherwise, it's going to tilt towards that me. That jazz isn't going to paint that time. Wiener balls has not no ball sacks. Wiener balls, they don't have those balls. Wiener balls that has not the ball sacks, and that's the way it goes. That's our, our new theme song. That is our new theme song, guys. Wiener <laughs> <laughs> balls has not for ball sacks. Wiener <laughs> balls has not for balls. <laughs> Catch you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Catch us. That's why we're, it's an all dude show now. It's a hit. We come in and we just talk about our wiener and balls. Are oh, they ball sacks not having that wiener ball sacks? Reformat. Reformat. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't tell you that, guys, before you uh, come in today. <laughs> or before no. we watched an episode of Turtles. <laughs> I'm excited to get my balls out. <laughs> this next clip was from episode 23. Our guests were Saskia Delpkulak and Luis Carrazzo. We somehow got on the subject of testicular cancer and cell phones. You saw the cat video, right? What? This is what I feel like when I can't find my phone in the morning. I have to say. Oh, I saw that. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it is it's good. It's so good. I just kept watching it. I just kept watching it. Yeah, I just love that, that opening sequence where it does that first thing where it's just like... Oh, yeah. Just the first few where it's just like kind of like... It's like it's like when you wake up and for some reason you're like blind. You could open your eyes, but you're like, no, not yet. Wait, where's my phone? Where's my phone? <laughs> Why would it be in bed with you? I hold it while I sleep. All right, a quick recording day video. Just hello. So many cancers in children day. these days because of that. Because of <laughs> <laughs> sleeping with phones. Sleeping with phones. Sleeping with phones. Sleeping with phones. So many cancers. Many, many. Um, I'm just gonna do like a quick drive-by. So, was it a video? Like, I am actually a little bit paranoid about cell phones and cancers. And pockets. And pockets. Sterilization. Having pockets will sterilize you. <laughs> putting your phone in your pocket. Pockets. Exactly, yeah. Yes. No, that's why I don't like putting my phone in, my, in these pockets. <laughs> I wear cargo shorts to keep them from yeah, jacking with Knee my juice. Cancer yeah. is better. Knee the cancer? Is, yeah. is that real? <laughs> can we, can we no kind of cancer well, is better. Let me put it this way. Would you rather have no, no have lay that. below the knee or no testicles? Well, probably in the next no couple testicles? years they can get a cybernetic replacement for that leg. Part. And you'd be able to run faster. Well, why yeah. does one leg equal two testicles? I mean, um, I'd rather be one testicleless and have. You think things. that you can have just the cancer of one testicle? Doesn't it predominantly sit into one? I think it does, doesn't it? We can Google that. We could Google that. I would okay. rather have no Tell tumors in my nuts. Testicular, <laughs> cancer. testicular cancer is actually more common than breast cancer. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, there wow. is a whole movement to try to bring testicular awareness because breast cancer gets all the all the awareness. Above. I know. Yeah. Jeez. And breast cancer is actually more common in men, so they just get screwed up and down. Whoa. Uh, now I feel like I must have something. Well, that's the thing is everybody loves the female boob, but. Penises are weird looking. Yeah. They're pretty much the worst. And guys shouldn't have yeah. boobs. So we kind of brush that under the carpet. Yeah. Unless it's like, just uh, remove Bitch tits Bob Paulson from, from uh, Bike Club. Bike Club. Then it's perfectly acceptable. Because <laughs> <laughs> meatloaf. Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. 
The following segment was from episode 28 of Turtlecom. It was a deleted comments and corrections topic that was just cut for time. Our guests were Becky Sanders and Colleen Evanson. Butt arrows. Yeah, Butt arrows. arrows. Sheriff torture with all the spikes. Too much time. Too much time on your hands. They re- yeah, they really, really... And then this one really freaks me out. is the pair of anguish. Oh. They're really big into doing stuff to your butt. Uh, what? Oh, that opens up inside your butt? Stick it up your butt and then it spreads. <laughs> Just ripping you a new a-hole. Well, a, a newly sized a-hole. This is like the worst version of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I, I feel There's like no pleasure in this. Opening this is yeah. all pain. Yeah. Near yeah. You. yeah, I'm so upset. I feel really lied to. You guys are like, come on, watch a cartoon with us. No, it's like we'll show you want to rip your anus open. Uh, this is crazy. What's crazy is they have little like um you know busts on the end, like on the end. That so stays it's like out. nice detail work. You're like oh, to remind you the- who's fucking you in the ass. Right. <laughs> This right. is Pope Gregory. Uh, this is uh, the Duke of Chattanooga, oh or whatever, whatever. Like they have just yeah, just different little things on the end. That's awful. And it's a souvenir you take home to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go to like, the, um, what is the those like uh, the Renaissance Ren fairs? Yes, not Ren fair. Oh. The yeah. like knights. Oh, medieval, um, medieval no times. times. It's like medieval mm. times, and you like get the cup. <laughs> you buy the mug, and then you get to keep the mug. Yeah. This is like we ripped open your anus, and I get to keep this little. This is your commemorative <laughs> You'll be wearing diapers forever. <laughs> In case you forget how your beehole hole got there. <laughs> your you can always look. Uh, your bookcase. You just don't. You there. just don't hear beehole enough. Never have I ever heard it. I, I want to use that all the time. Now. <laughs> we used it all the time last episode. What a beehole. Oh, beehole. <laughs> last time it was B E E hole. Yeah, yeah that right. I would prefer. If we were talking about bees, bees. that's way better than this bees. disgusting. Okay. My bees. And so ends the uh, anal awful. mutilation portion of our show. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, Got heavy. In episode 27, our guests were Holly McKee and Brian McClure. This discussion got edited as it was a little on the rapey side. (laughs) Oh, it's Bebop. So it's like, now comes the fun part. (laughs) Yeah. Those are my versions. (laughs) Extra weird. Uh, As the... the turtles lie unconscious in a pile of bums trap. up. Most <laughs> most bums are quite presented. Or his heads just like Lots oh gosh. Lots of beeholes. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. It's a little rapey. It's a little rapey. <laughs> this one teetered on a bit rapey. <laughs> on a rape scale of one to rapeable. <laughs> it. Uh... We're gonna give it. Uh, they were asking for it. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I can't put this in the <laughs> oh, man. You gotta joke about things that scare you. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stir things up here. <laughs> I'll be only doing uh, height, uh, improv from heights from now on. Mm. That's the only thing that seems to scare me. Uh, uh, wow. I don't know what I can put in there. So I... well <laughs> Thank you for going there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm trying to like imagine in my mind like like what if uh, like the moments that we didn't see right before uh, in between them knocking the turtles down and uh, and all of you know like Bebop having that moment of like oh okay you know <laughs> like 
Wait, yeah. wait, wait. You think he's going to be like fiddling with his belt buckle or something? <laughs> <laughs> something really dark like that? Like, oh, hey, uh, did you need in here or something? You didn't see nothing. Close <laughs> the door. If you guys want me to, I can talk to Michael Reeves and see what happened between those moments. See if you still have Yeah, what's on the cutting room floor there? What really happened? Going back to episode 28, there was a lot we cut from this episode. Becky Sanders and Colleen Evanson explain the finer points of dong eyes. You actually kind of resemble Renee Jacobs, no shit. Like, in life. She could be your older sister. Cool. Or your mom, I don't know. Depends on how you cool. want to go with that one. Cool. Cool. The voice of April O'Neil. Oh, sweet. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I That's why I was giving you these big eyes, like, uh, uh sure. Fart You're trying to make me I, look like an Irma again <laughs> by not no, no, knowing this person. Those are your big eyes. It's kind of like squinty, like, <laughs> Okay, well, yeah. I bought it. I was like, she knows who it is. Don't uh, say that you don't know. Yeah, it was like big-eyed, <laughs> big-eyed squinting. You yeah. know, you like, the, you open them, but then you squint them with knowledge. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, doing it. I That's great. <laughs> I, I would believe you do it again anything. for me. Okay. <laughs> the slight uh, lid yeah. twitch was It's okay. the lid underneath to twitch, and then the upper, you try to keep it open. The way you're tilting back, And you though, tilt back. implies to me it's just like... <laughs> Not back. It's like a guy comes. It looks to really you creepy. Actually, it feels really gross. <laughs> well, it feels like like bad look is that a guy comes to you into a bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> he buys you a drink uh-huh. and he starts talking to you and then he just whips it out and you, <laughs> and you just, no, just kind of like, lean back and you're oh. like. Ah. Well, I mean that would be that would be like that's like an appraising look. That would be like if you you know. <laughs> Uh, I give it twenty assessing. bucks. Yeah, no, it's like this worth. You, you're repulsed that he did that, but also it's not bad looking, you know. So when I did buy me a beer and a shot, and now dong. He bought you the dong. Seems like a good no. guy. Didn't you say something about whipping it out? Dong, yeah. dong, yeah, dong. Well, it's not a version of it was like. Uh, it's it's the pullback because this is scary, but yeah. it's the squinty eyes like of like intrigue. What's he gonna do here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What has he done What's here? What's his next move? <laughs> there are a lot of people the around me. The dong is out. I Bold first to, move. <laughs> I want to run, but I also want to see what he does next. Yeah. Right, that's what I would do. Mystery, mm. intrigue, curiosity. All there, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. You know who else would take her time with this? Mm-hmm. Irma. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is buying me drinks. My best friend in the whole wide world. Yeah. She would. She'd be like, that's what it looks like? Oh. April's always told me about it. Wow. Water cooling talk. Guys, dongs. (laughs) I thought it had eyes. For a second, I thought you said Skechers. Oh. Which she probably wears. Velcro. Velcro. Yeah. The, the roly the roly tops if she's like now she got the she roly got ones she's so working on her buns. her buns yeah. buns. buns up next episode 29 our guests were Miles Allen and Saskia Delpkulak we got on the subject of hernias and found a men-women comparison that was rather interesting boys will be boys boys will be loud and obnoxious mostly obnoxious Oh, and men shall be men. <laughs> Doctor. Doctors will be doctors, and breakfast will be breakfast. <laughs> when you say things like that, Doctor, it just makes me wonder, what's your deal? Is it, yeah. 
Is it men? Is it women? Is it <laughs> breakfast cereals? <laughs> I have hemorrhages every night. <laughs> I was thinking... Hemorrhoids. Yes. You were hemorrhoids. thinking hemorrhoids. I was thinking... What's it called when you're like, your intestine dumps into like your nutsack? Oh, uh... No, he hernias. 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 In, that's not it? into your nutsack. Doesn't it? Like, no, I have just, both too, but it's every it's, Tuesday. It's your stomach lining <laughs> trying to push its way out of uh, the, the muscle. Uh, I think out of the stomach. Like somebody told me it was the nuts. <laughs> it's basically like any like part of your body. Like it's trying to go out of out of your body. Essentially, it's like I have a uh, an umbilical hernia, which can happen. Uh, Is like, just like an, a wicked crazy Audi? Uh, no, it's okay. like it's like uh, when they tie, they cut off, you know, the umbilical cord, and yeah. it comes back into you. Sometimes when it heals or whatever, it doesn't heal like a hundred percent. So it's kind of like a small, small, like little space. It's like weaker there. Are you saying that at any moment, given a potential umbilical cord transplant, you could reattach to your mother's? I hope not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I was hearing. We are getting that's, off track. That's, right. that's, that's where Alex is. That's where uh, Alex's mind went. Just trust me, you do not want a hernia because it feels like a stabbing knife going through your gut wherever it's coming out. Oh, that's cramps for me every month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little bit. Because uh, like a few times I've noticed it bleed. Turtle Con Feminist button. Edition. So. We're going to discuss... Tim's a fight. girl. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that is very... If you have a hernia and you complain about it, I'm just going to say, suck it up, bitches. <laughs> suck it up. Women, women are not impressed by hernias. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. not, not even like... Not, not even no. slightly. I don't have experience of any of it, so I'm just going to say... I feel bad for both of you guys. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, you lost a limb. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Pregnancy. Like blood every. Okay, we're child. Uh... Rounding us out, episode twenty-five. Our guest was Colin Turner. We explored the untold stories of Viking babies. I mean, it's it's definitely a lot of peach fuzz that you're looking at. Um, on both male and female Viking babies. Sounds like a really uncomfortable delivery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you there might be chafing. Let's just be real. Well, I think what happens is that the doctors get like a little care package, like in a little overnight bag, and they just shove it up <laughs> in there for the baby to give himself a shave before oh. entering the world. Yes, yes, yes. The prenatal <laughs> shave kit. I forgot yes, about that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Classic Viking love. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just tickle too much. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know—a tickle in your vajizzle? is that—is that fun? <laughs> Can't speak to that personally. <laughs> dirty, dirty. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There you go. That's uh, that's all the clips we have for you. Thank you so much for bearing with us through all the uh, edits. But uh, those, I don't know. I thought those were all pretty damn funny and worthy of being heard at some point. Yeah, and our guests, I could tell, really love them too. Um, to defend myself, I didn't hear anything, and I'm not laughing one little bit. I don't approve. I don't. I honestly have no idea what you guys just heard. Yeah, so I, um, don't gonna, hold it against me. Uh, Can we get three options from both of you? Um, I'll give you three options. Yeah, uh, I, I option also one. 
Um, gross. Yeah, my option one is ew. Uh, option two is they were quite clever and playful. Yeah, <laughs> option two for me is I don't get it. I don't understand. Option three for me is um, I'm calling nine 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 one one. My option three is. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> That's my third. That probably goes with the spike butt chair segment. Yeah. 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 I didn't even know that was possible that yeah. first time. I didn't know there was a spike butt chair segment before agreeing to come on the show. Well, now <laughs> oh, you no, know. Sorry. Pair now of anguish. Know. That was it. Yes. Pair of anguish? Yeah, that was the thing pa- we cut. Pair of anguish? Pair of anguish? What word are you a saying? Pair a of pair of anguish. Oh. A pair of anguish. It's shaped like the fruit pear. Yeah. It goes in your bum <gasps> and it spreads. Oh! It's bad news, guys. It's a torture no. device. I thought you said perv anguish, which <laughs> I guess is mental anguish after you've done something you shouldn't have done. I mean, a perv anguish goes hand in hand with the spike butt chair. <laughs> <laughs> the like, Judas cradle. Is uh, Judas cradle. Oh, guys! Ugh. I know, sorry. Now the worst. You sub in my one, two, and three all right in a row. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is and I don't want to know. Oh, guys, we are over, but uh, Thank why you. was this the best episode ever made? has a touch of British class to it, doesn't oh, it? Oh, it sure does. <laughs> it sure does. That's enough said right there. <laughs> I I think I'm my my two cents on the matter is is that uh it's the best episode ever because you know, transparent one for uh for the great achievements in in TV storytelling. And here we got to see robots begin to be accepted in humanity into the love the world of uh, feelings. romance feelings. Yeah, well said. Hey, thanks. Mm. We also saw some hacking, like pre-hacking scandals yeah. of oh, the okay. '90s and mm-hmm. 2000s. Right. That was just foreshadowing. For- was forward kind of- thinking of mm. these c- creators. Yeah. Forward thinking. It was definitely like playful in a, in some regards. The, uh, the they're just touching on so many different things this episode and exploring. Uh, different relationship connections like man and machine and learning more about Irma's sad love life. I'd Can you tell just, that we improvise these on the spot, guys? Can you tell? They're really <laughs> deep. A lot of character development. Really? There really a was. Lot, a lot, lot of character Especially for our friend Michelangelo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's what made it the best episode. We got to see Michelangelo cares about his mommy. Mm. Mm. Hey, Mom. I always thought it'd be Look nice to be, be wanted. That was his quote. Yeah. Oh, right. Put that on a shirt, mm-hmm. too. I will. Guys, <laughs> check out, check the link below, and you guys can get my shirts. <laughs> and on that note, uh, that's all for season one. Thank you so much for being a part of it, and thank you so much to the uh, the other former guests we've had on, on the show for the last 30 episodes uh, who couldn't be here because it is a tiny, tiny room. Tiny, it's tiny, a real tiny. small room. <laughs> oh, woo! <laughs> Huge thank you again to Dom Hi. and Abby. Uh, thank you for enduring the dirtiest of 30s. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Uh, yeah, go see Abby's show and check out Dom on shows and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's, what a great plug. Yeah, do it, guys. It's really specific. That's, the, that's what improv's all about. <laughs> Specifics. Specifics. Generics, so everyone can get on board. Yeah. <laughs> 
be as generic and bland as possible so you can capture the imaginations of more people. Just perfect. Yeah. No offending people. Yeah, if you get too specific then people uh, will really check out. How can they relate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thank you and good night. That is all. Thank Yay. you guys. Yeah. Why do you keep showing their penises? Guys, this is not appropriate. I'm going to leave. Thank you, guys. <laughs> amazing. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, amazing. The abortion episode, the AIDS episode, the yep. Hitler episode—like <laughs> we are just hitting all the hallmarks. I, yeah, I, I literally was concerned we weren't going to have enough for a dirty thirty, but no, I think we're fine. We'll have, we'll have enough for at least thirty minutes. Yeah, if not more. This is your pen. Oh, thank you. Do you want me to keep my notes? You can have yeah. them if you yeah, want. For you, doesn't really matter. I like Dalex's um, Guido's. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that was on there. It was like, wow, they really just... He's in. got more brains in his mustache than in his head. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. Such a great episode. Uh, it is. Such a great episode. It was, like, it was my favorite.